Paul Jones Drug is Elk City's most experienced compounding pharmacy, meaning they can custom make your prescription medications to your doctor's specifications, safely and effectively providing you with exactly what you need. And for your convenience, Paul Jones Drug has a drive-through pickup window as well as curbside service for testing and vaccinations and offers free local delivery. Just a couple reasons you should choose Paul Jones Drug, 809 North Main Street in Elk City. I'm Rodney Skinner with Paul Jones Drug, and I promise we provide care you can trust. Throw balls far. You want good words? Data language. Talk real sports with a real man. Come after me. I'm a man. I'm 40. And now here's the be-all, end-all, know-it-all of high school, college, and pro sports. Aaron Skinny Cow with the Skinny on Sports. We're talking about practice, man. I'm the MVP. And a good Paul Jones Drug Tuesday out there. Rainy, wet, western Oklahoma. Are we in the right place, Jared? This doesn't seem what we're used to. It's like Seattle or... But thankfully... Portland or something. Thankfully, the little bit of rain has happened. Should be a bunch more coming by the end of the day, by the end of tomorrow for sure. And so hopefully it won't be everything we need, but it's better than what we've been getting. So uh, welcome in on a Paul Jones Drug Tuesday. We've got all kinds of things to talk about we got all kinds of things going on uh, around the sporting world in western oklahoma with some college football in the last segment uh, some more ou spring game discussion i think this is part of the reason why it hurts osu not having one out of sight out of mind not even thinking about that program right now because you just haven't heard much and jared i think there is a college football program that is leaps and bounds the most intriguing in the country. And I mean, it is not even close to see what happens. We'll talk about that. NFL draft, Aaron Rodgers is traded, finally on the move. What was the holdup? What is the compensation? Could it help both teams? Who else could be on the move at the quarterback spot here as the draft gets closer? I think there's two names there that that could be at least in my mind, of possibilities. We talked a little bit about this with Jim. I wanted to get uh, you guys' idea or Jared's idea as well. Where's Bijan Robinson going? Feels like he's a lock for the first round, but where? And then I'll take this back. This question goes back to, to Jim and I's discussion yesterday. If he's available at 26, do the Cowboys have to take him? And then will Oklahoma end up with a first-round pick? Then some spring sports stuff that uh, we were waiting on yesterday. It didn't happen until after the show. But we now know slow-pitch regionals. We go uh, small school baseball, regional tournaments for Class A and B, the districts for 2A, the 4A by districts, soccer playoffs, girls golf going on right now across the area. There's some regionals for boys golf as well. So we'll talk all about the spring sports playoffs and what you're what to be anticipating, what's going on right now. Uh, here at the top of the show, 225-9698 is the phone or the text line. That's 225-9698. Give us a call, shoot us a text. We can talk about any of those things or whatever whatever else could be on your mind. Just feel free to chime right in at 
If you're going to be outside the listening area, a couple ways to stay in touch with the show. You can log on to KADSAM.com, download the Paragon app. It's got it all, the Paragon Communications app with three radio stations, Penny News. Brand new edition of the Penny News will hit the website tonight at midnight. ThePennyNews.com is that website. You can check it out through the app. Also, Big Elk and Paragon TV, Big Elk TV. Not sure what's happening today exactly. Uh, but I know for sure on Thursday, 1 o'clock, we're going to have Big Elk by district baseball with Dixon, the Comets in town, uh, for that two, uh, best of two, best of three series. Um, hopefully the Elks put that thing away in fine fashion with the first two games and move on and host a regional next week. So you can watch that action. BigElkTV.com. It'll be a 1 o'clock first pitch from Ackley Park. And also the Skinny on Sports podcast, you can find it anywhere and everywhere podcasts are dropped. K-A-D-S-A-M.com. You're talking iTunes. You're talking Spotify, Amazon Music, Apple Music, or is it Amazon uh, Amazon Music? All kinds of places to find the show if you missed it entirely. Hello, Jared Atha. Good morning. How are you this morning? I'm good. You know, I'm, a lot of times... I'm, I'm actually in a good good mood because of this weather. That's exactly that, what... I mean, I know it's, it's altering, <clears throat> might be altering some sports plans out there for some, but... Or for the rest of the week, for that matter, because of field playing conditions at certain locations. But come on, we need the rain. I'm happy about it. Most times, you're in a good mood because it's sunny and you can hear birds chirping and that kind of thing. Yeah. But I think a lot of Western Oklahoma will be in a good mood today because they're seeing that that yeah. rain fall out of the sky. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I I say this all the time. I let my dog out in the morning to do his business, and we have this covered porch and. He goes out and he's like, all right, I'm going to do my thing. And he, as soon as he gets out from underneath that covered porch, he stops and he looks back at me like, what is this? Yeah. <laughs> like, you got to go, Bucky. You got to do it. He's still looking at me. I was like, you've got to do it. So he went out there and he, his ears all tucked down. He did his thing. Comes running to the door. Starts shaking real hard. I'm like, oh, give me a break. Dogs are like children. You can make them soft. <laughs> he's, a, he's a spoiled dog. He's a, he is a spoiled dog. He doesn't, he's, he doesn't, his doghouse is the house. <laughs> yeah, Rex has figured out if he'll just bark at things at night that we'll get frustrated with him and he won't, for not being able to go to sleep and put him in the garage. Yeah. And he'll just get to stay in the garage all night. He he's, like, fi- he's figured he's, that out. Does he like that? Yeah, obviously. Because as soon as, I mean, he just starts barking. As soon as he sees the lights start turning off, he starts barking at things. It's, it's like we've got him conditioned yeah <laughs> like some sort of psychological experiment dogs are fascinating they're smarter than what they what they get a lot of dogs are not are smarter than what they get credit for you know there are breeds of dogs that are clearly smart right but some dogs i think they just look dumb but they're smart they they and they in a way they train you right for instance when we sit down to eat dinner all of a sudden, he's scratching at the door, needing to go outside. It never fails. As soon as I get my hot plate right there on the table, he's looking at me. I need to go outside every time, and I think he's messing with me. Dogs are, yeah, they. You know what? Aren't smart. Cats. Correct. <laughs> Charles Bar. Charles Barkley came off the top rope. Did you see this? No. He said, "Cats. I don't think cats are real pets. They're just something old women have." Kudos to Chuck. Woo! Cats. That is uh, an interesting take right there. I know there's lots of people that probably have cats that are listening. I'm sorry. I'm sorry you have cats. (laughs) 
cats are they might be they uh, uh, cats might be the devil can i tell you a quick story about i a cat? am not a cat guy uh, my wife had a cat when we first met she had a cat that thing was named pepper and my wife was living alone with this cat and then i came into the picture and then eventually i moved in that cat had it out for me it would get right there in the hallway rug look right at me and squat <laughs> see cats are the devil and ally was like pepper never does this uh-huh. he never does i don't understand i said because i'm here i'm yeah. taking over his space i think it was a guy i don't boy i can't remember it would jump on my head when i was in bed because there is a windowsill above that after bed. you after you were married clearly yes yes yeah i put a ring on it <laughs> and i'd be asleep no matter what time of the day or night or whatever and that cat didn't care it wasn't looking for a spot to land well, yeah it was my head yeah so she gave up that cat. She took it to the shelter. It wound up in the paper, <laughs> free to get home. Yeah. <laughs> we laughed and laughed. At least I did. Scott is exactly right on the text line. Cats are smart A's. Yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's smarts and there's that. Cats are awful. <laughs> no offense to anybody that's a cat lover. You can love them. This is, a, this is a great difference of opinion. You can love them all you want to. I don't have to. I think the the one good thing about a cat is, is if you when are, it finally finds its nine nine life, yeah, or when you're out or uh, you are uh, you live at a farm and you have a barn and you need what are called mousers, you know, yes, to yes. get to keep them out. You know, just let them live in the barn. They don't come in the house. Just barn cats, barn cats, and they can take care of the mice. But that's about it. Hot take. I'd rather have the mice than the cat. Whoa. <laughs> oh, cats are in the same category as lawyers. <laughs> wow. That would be one. Should I love we say it. the name? I love it. Scott's on a roll. That would be Scott. Scott Not us. Scott that's is on a roll. Line. He is on a roll. All right. Uh, Going to get a defamation lawsuit against us just because we read that. Small school. <laughs> uh, no, listen. We didn't know we were lying. <laughs> Isn't that? Don't you have to? Hey, listen, we're not. We believe every second of it. Cats are awful. Yes. The cat part. The cat part. Cats are awful. Yes. All right. Let's talk about the uh, regional tournaments for s- low pitch softball. You got it all in front and of you. And the small school. Let's see where I'm at here. Yes, I do. Okay. I'm going to start in slow pitch in Class B, and it's it's funny to see the way that the slow pitch works because when you say Class B, everyone immediately thinks of basketball and a lot of the matchups that we see in basketball it's not the case here in the slow pitch softball you're not going to hear the same teams you're used to hearing in the same classification i.e hammond and leedy are not in the same class in slow pitch softball which is odd to me but anyhow so around the area coming up in slow pitch softball regional speaking of leedy the Lady Bison will host, that's scheduled to be on Thursday, 1 o'clock against Timberlake. Scheidler and Arnett are the other two in that four-team regional. Here's the thing about the slow-pitch regionals. Two advance. The winner of the regional 
and then the runner-up of the regional both advance. So you'll get two teams out of all four regionals around the state. So Leedy, Timberlake, Scheidler, and Arnett, that's a 1 o'clock, 2.15. All of that's going to be played on Thursday, weather permitting. Also in Class B, Lakeba Sickles is hosting. They'll get Mountain View Goatee Boat at 1 o'clock on Thursday. Grandview, uh, Grandview, Grandfield and Chattanooga, 2.15. So two of those four will head on to the state tournament next week in Class B. Let's move to Class A. This is where you will find the Hammond Lady Warriors. Hammond Lady Warriors are hosting. Supposed to be the same time. 1 o'clock on Thursday against Kremlin Hillsdale, Visay, and Moss at 2.15 are the other two there. And just as in Class B and Class A, Two teams will advance on into the state tournament. Class 2A, this is where there's, I think, maybe a majority of the teams locally I think you're right. are in 2A. Um, also on Thursday, Shattuck and Ringwood at Shattuck. Frontier and Union City are the other two there. Bingeroni's hosting. Uh, supposed to start Thursday at 1 against Kyoto, Central High, and also Arapahoe Butler are there in that regional at Bingeroni. Over at Canute. Trojanettes, that's a noon start on Thursday against Oklahoma Bible Academy. Woodland and Davenport are the other two there. Surreal Dewar at 1 o'clock at Surreal. Navajo Sterling, the other two there. I know, Jared, you have some information, at least on the Canute side of things, uh, with some, maybe some weather changes if it is necessary. Yeah, I told if it, it – now, Thursday they're saying this stuff could push off, but um, it is a natural field over there. So if the field conditions are not playable by that time – they will move it to the fiveplex over here on the high, where the high, Elk City High School plays. So still uh, Thursday, just coming over here on play on the turf. Yeah, and I wonder if they'll just try to do it quick, have two games happen at the same time. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm only speculating at that point. But um, I'm being told by uh, my coach Gillette that that could possibly happen, and he'd let us know so we could relay that. Okay, so it's a possibility. So, But that would be, still be – I guess, honestly – the only reason Canute baseball, because I know I've talked to Taylor as well, um, and he mentioned that a possibility here at Ackley Park, but that would have to be pushed to Friday because of what we're going to tell you here in just a second with the, with Elk City being on that field on Thursday. So I guess that makes sense. You don't have a conflict Thursday with anything from Elk City on the softball side. No. So no. you can just go ahead and have it as scheduled, just a different place. Right. Time, you know, time. The times will be the same. The date will be the same. The venue will just be changed. Yeah. For the softball, baseball would be a little bit different than that. And thank uh, you, coming from a canoe guide, thank you to Elk City for allowing that. That's such a – it's so fortunate to have those facilities over here to allow other teams like that to take advantage of them. Absolutely. Uh, all right, so that that's 2A. We skipped 3A. There's nobody really in the region uh, that is in 3A. Go to 4A. Also Thursday, this will be played at Prague. Prague and Hinton at 1 o'clock. Hobart and Colgate at 2.15. And once again, same thing. Two teams out of each of each of these regionals will be moving on. So that wraps up the slow pitch side of things. Let's see baseball. Baseball small schools A and B are into the regional round. Now, unlike in the fall, the fall the regionals are set up just like the slow pitches, where two teams make it out of each regional into state. That's not the case in the spring. More teams there, more teams playing. So, therefore, only one team. You have to win your regional to get out uh, into the state tournament coming up next week. So, let's look at Class B. Fort Cobb-Broxton is hosting. 
They will play Battiest at 11 a.m. Thursday. The other two teams, and this it's kind of interesting that one of these teams is there because we might be seeing a rematch of uh, some state tournament basketball on the ba- on the baseball field. We hope not, at least for our area's sake. But it's Fort Cobb and Battiest at 11 on Thursday. Glencoe Sentinel would be at 1.30. So Sentinel travels to Fort Cobb for regionals, taking on Glencoe in the first round. Awesome. Uh, let's see. Da, da, da. Tupelo is hosting a regional, and we find some teams from Western Oklahoma there as well. Tupelo will take on Duke, 11 a.m. on Thursday. Leedy is also there, and their their uh, mortal enemy, their mortal nemesis, Asher. Talk to anybody from Leedy. They have had Asher has been an issue throughout the years. For the Leedy Bison, they'll play at 1.30 on Thursday. So, Leedy and Asher at 1.30. Let's see. Da, 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 da. I think there's one more coming. Yep. Uh, Visai. Actually, there's two more. Visai is at Caney. They'll play New uh, <clears throat> Excuse me, New Lima at 1.30. Caney and Mill Creek is the other one. And then Crowder is hosting. Hammond and Granite get to drive to Crowder to play each other at 1.30 on Thursday. <laughs> Crowder and Kremlin Hillsdale are the other two. There, so that wraps up the Class B regionals. You can find all this on the OSSA website uh, when you can go back and look. <clears throat> Similar situation in Class A. Navajo and Arapaho Butler driving to Rattan to play. They'll play at one thirty. Rattan and Garber are the other two there. Canute hosting. The uh, Trojans get Hominy at 11 o'clock on Thursday. Union City and Hydra Weekly are the other two there. As I mentioned, <clears throat> Coach Varnell, talked to him Saturday at the Dream League. Uh, he had his guys out there uh, helping that, which was awesome. But uh, if it becomes necessary with the field conditions there in Canute on Friday, they would have a spot here at Ackley Park after Elk City gets done with the by district. Then Friday would be an, it would be a possibility there if it was needed for Canute to come over and host that regional here on Friday. And then probably I would guess that uh, Saturday's games would probably go by that time. If the weather holds the way it's supposed to, mm-hmm. maybe back at Canute on, on, on Saturday, but they may have to use the facilities here on Friday. We'll uh, see. Uh, yeah, or, we'll see. Yeah, we'll know. just see. And you know, Busy day in Canute if that happens. No doubt about it. Uh, so Canute, Hominy at 11 o'clock on Thursday, Union City Hydro Weekly also there. Uh, staying in Class A, let's see. Da, 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 da. Hollis. I knew there was another one. Hollis and Moreland. Hollis will play Allen at 1.30 at Tushka. Tushka gets Moreland at 11 o'clock there. Laverne hosting. Barnsdall at 11. Gorin Shattuck at 130. That's about it for the baseball, at least in the small school division. Got some districts in 2A. I know Sayers on the road at Ampo. Hinton goes to Cashin. Merritt's at Dibble. Hobart Elmore City is at Elmore City Purnell. And then in 4A, by district round, which these are best two out of three as well. Elk City hosting Dixon on Thursday. Weatherford and Paul's Valley, that's at Weatherford. Clinton gets Plainview at home. And then Woodward has to go on the road to Cash. I know Elk City's is Thursday. I believe that Weatherford's is Friday. Not sure about Clinton when they're going to play. <clears throat> All right. What else do we got here? Girls Golf Regional happening right now at Elk City Golf and Country Club. Here's what they've done. This is pretty interesting. So you you have to get nine holes in. It's an 18-hole tournament. Uh-huh. Nine holes makes it official. 
Okay. And with the impending possibility of rain and, and this and that, they've done they they've shotgun started on the front nine only. And so what's going to happen is everybody's going to play the front nine to get nine hole to get the same nine holes in. Right. And then it and then after everybody finishes the front nine, weather permitting, right? Then they would do the same thing on the back nine. Restart basically. Okay. Re-shotgun start it, and everybody just play the back nine at the same time. Okay. But you have to play, you have to get nine in for it to be so official. let me ask you, if they start that back nine, say they get three holes in, weather comes in, do they just take the front nine score? Correct. Gotcha. That's correct. Uh, situa- I, I, we were actually, pers- I was personally involved in a situation like this. It was a different number, but May 3rd, 1999, oh, yeah. Yeah. we were down at uh, Fort Cobb where the genesis of all of that tornadic action that ended up blowing away Oklahoma City later or more later on that afternoon. But in the boys, you had to play 27 holes. And so we had played 27, and everybody was on the back nine down there at Fort Cobb by the lake when the weather started. And so they they cleared us off. We, we, just, we had a 27-hole tournament. And as they were adding up the scores to figure it out, uh, Val on the Getner drove by and said, listen, this ain't that important. You could add this up later. You need to get going. And so we did. Wow. Uh, but anyway, so that's that's kind of the idea there. Uh, there's another girls' golf For regional. the record, we're not forecasting that kind of weather no, no, today. No, 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 no. It's just <laughs> Some rain. Some people, you never know. You have to say it. No, no, no. Well, that's just not rain. Happening. It's just rain. Well, I mean, there could be there later are, on this there afternoon. Are, there there's are, a chance of some lightning around four o'clock. There are chances of some pop up, as I call them, storms. But we'll hopefully, they'll be done by then. Uh, there's also a girls' golf regional at Kingfisher today in four A. Weatherford's a part of that one. We'll, we'll see. Then also, I think that's where the rain's at right now. <clears throat> then also at Clinton Riverside, hosting a two A girls' golf regional. Uh, teams in that: Frederick, Mangum, Merritt, Moreland. And then some individuals as well trying to make their way into the state tournament. Gabby Clayton from Burns Flatdale City, Bertie Brown of Cordell, Caitlin Babick of Cordell, Sydney Sullivan from Hydro Eakley, Harley Schof from Shattuck, uh, Charlie Laughlin at Thomas, Ashley Purvine at Thomas. So some uh, local interest there. Cool. In that two A girls golf regional held today at Riverside. I think that's all the the playoff action. There's some soccer too. But, man, I don't know that I've seen the bracket. A time of year. Has, has that bracket come out? I haven't seen for that state? bracket. For the... I've not seen the two, 2023 soccer bracket, which is what it is. So, we'll have to, uh, once we get that, we'll be able to relay. I know Oak City's girls, Weatherford's girls, Clinton's girls are all going to be involved in the soccer playoffs. Boys teams from... Boys over at Clinton have a good shot of winning. The yeah. girls, um, a little rough year for them, but they did win their district, so they could be putting it together at the right time. There we go. But there's Weatherford and Elk, too. Yeah, Woodward's good, too. Woodward's good. No doubt about it. All right, that's the spring sports. It's Paul Jones Drug Tuesday. Roddy and Paul Jones Drug, care you can trust here in the Elk City area. 809 North Main is the address tell you all about rodney and the gang at paul jones drug when we come back also hit the aaron Rodgers trade nfl draft stuff as the first round's coming up just two days away 
Skinny on Sports right here on The Sports Animal. Paul Jones Drug offers a free service that makes taking your daily medication safe and easy. It's called convenience packaging, meaning they can combine all of your daily medications and put them in sealed separate daily packages. This process replaces you from having to fill your daily medication dispenser. And as always, Paul Jones Drug prepares individual blister packaging for long-term care patients. With their drive through window, curbside service, and free local delivery, it's just more reasons you should choose Paul Jones Drug, 809 North Main Street, Milk City. I'm Rodney Skinner with Paul Jones Drug, and I promise we provide care you can trust. The Skinny on Sports. Welcome back. It's the Skinny on Sports. Paul Jones Drug Tuesday right here on 98.1 FF. Whoa. See, normally that just rolls off, folks. That rolls off the tongue so well, normally, that I don't even have to. I think even looking at the you, sheet, you know, messed me you're, up. you're sounding like Al. Sports animal. <laughs> it's worked for fifty years. It's worked for him. Worked for him for fifty worked years. Worked for the legend. Am I? Am I? I'm not really the king of the midgets. No, though. no I don't think so. And I don't know how to you're play free quite, sale. Quite the opposite. <laughs> I have no idea. How, oh, that's a shot. Is that a fat guy joke? <laughs> no. You're did the you tall. just tell? You're tall. Did you just tell a fat joke? You're tall. Is that fat shaming? Did I just get fat no, shamed, Jared, it, on the that, air? You're tall. That, I wasn't going for that. Mr. Skinny guy, fat shaming no. the fat guy right here on the air. Of course not. I would Ouch. never do that. That's a little rough. I would never do that. So, hey, to the great skinny on sports. That's just a little bit rough for a rainy Tuesday. You mentioned <laughs> Seattle. You know what happens at Seattle a lot. People uh, get depressed and uh, I know things end like their life. Don't do that to me, Jerry, uh, by fat shaming me. I'm not trying to do that. Everybody else is telling me I look like I've lost some weight, and here you are. I didn't do that. You are fat just assuming me. I did. You're putting words in my mouth. Ouch. Anyhow, Roddy at Paul Jones Drug, 809 North Main Street. Care you can trust. They have free delivery right here in the Elk City area. Also, they are the oldest compounding pharmacy here in Elk City. They have the most experienced compounding in the city. Free local delivery, as I mentioned. You can drive through and pick your stuff up, get your vaccinations curbside, tested curbside. Also, long-term care unit packaging. They call them blister packs down there at Paul Jones Drug. 809 North Main, go give Rodney and the gang a visit or a phone call, 225-2121. Paul Jones Drug is care you can trust. Also, Jared, I got a report on Sunday about the vroom vrooms, the races. Yeah. In our, at, at church on Sunday, said it was awesome. I actually drove by there yesterday. Okay. I just did. I had time to kill. What'd taking, you find taking out? my kid to a swim lesson. Oh, just checking out the track. I've been out there in a little bit. It looks it looks great. See some new signage and everything. Looks really good. So this Saturday, it's Saturday night. Another great race at the awesome Elk City Motorsports Park. Super fast and exciting dirt dog sprint cars. The Sumer, Sooner Limited Modified Series. They're going at it at Elk City Motorsports Park. Factory stock plus the Enduros versus the Tuners special event. All on a three-eighth mile semi-banked dirt track that's built for speed. Where did you go to see this track, Jared? Well, with the, you know Merritt Road, one mile south south of Hutches on Merritt Road, and then a quarter mile back west. Yeah, and basically you're taking Twentieth Street and you just keep going west past Merritt Road. You can do that. That's how I look at it. There are concessions available. It's fun for the whole family. Come get sideways this Saturday night. Gates open at 5. Races start at 7. Find out more Elk City Motorsports, Motorsports Park on Facebook. Don't miss the races this Saturday night, April 29th. 
Want to do one more? Vroom, vroom. Let's do one more. Don't Promote you? your senior. Oh, and I've seen some pictures. They they look great. You've seen some awesome pictures. Yep. Where have you seen those? At KECOFM.com. So KECO is hosting the 2023 Senior Photo Showcase for high school seniors and their families. Contest is open to seniors from Clinton, Eric, Merritt, Shamrock, Texas, Weatherford, Leedy, Granite, Mangum, Canute, Sarah, Eric, Cheyenne, Burns Flat, Eel City, Hobart, Hammond, Arapahoe, Butler, Corn Bible Academy, Cordell Sentinel, and others. I was going to say, sorry, Visai, but no, other surrounding area high schools. So basically, if you can hear us, enter your seniors' best senior photo at the online gallery, KECOFM.com. Showcase those senior photos, and friends and family can vote. The winner will receive a steak dinner at Simon's Catch. Can't beat that. I got to speak with one of these seniors yesterday, Miss Haley Bowie. That's right. Soon to be Elk City graduate who's going to go on and play basketball in college at Southwest Christian. She is an awesome gal. Just, I mean, just really, you know, you know how you could tell that she has the respect in that high school building? I mean, I, you know, that's kind of my job is to go up there when they've got these signings, if I'm at all available, mm-hmm. to, to go and get some sound, get some video or whatever. That is by far the most students I've seen at one of those signing ceremonies, which tells me that she has the respect and people appreciate her at, in any time that I've been around her. She's just an awesome young gal. And so congrats to Haley and good luck in college there at Southwest Christian. I, I went to a signing yesterday too. Oh, yes, you did. I went to my niece's. She signed, you know, they did the staging of the signing and everything. Uh, she's going to go to OU uh, in the music department. She got a hefty amount of scholarship funds. OU really wanted her to go. So shout out to my niece, Jocelyn Koss. And she had a bunch of uh, uh, choir members and band members over at the Merritt High School over there for this ceremony that they did. And... Um, my sister-in-law brought a bunch of crimson and cream cupcakes. I saw those, like, oh boy, I'm getting my hands on. And she told the the mistake was I didn't get my hands on one first. Yes, because she told the kids, "Hey, kids, I got some cupcakes." And man, it was like over flies on you know what. And then by the time they dispersed, empty, gone. Yeah, I didn't get one. Yeah, you should have snuck over there and had the old uncle tax. Right. I'll be getting one of those. Right. Now, shout out to my niece. We're very proud of her. She, I mean, I, I don't know the exact amount, but she brought in a lot of scholarship money. Awesome. Both for academics and for what she does uh, with choir and, and performing. She's a phenomenal talent. And you're, we, we keep, we're, we haphazardly joke about it, but it's turned into a serious statement around the house. We will see her on Broadway. Yeah. Jocelyn, very, very good. Yep. Congratulations to her. Yep. Text line, don't brag too much on the Bowie name. Will might think you're talking about him. <laughs> I saw Will yesterday. He was there as well yesterday. <laughs> it was good to see all of them. And it's uh, yeah, it's very, very cool uh, to see that. All right. Well, it's awesome to see local kids like that. Absolutely. Get that. Yeah. Absolutely. Good luck to Haley and to Joss. Yep. NFL draft or Aaron Rodgers trade? Well, we gotta talk about Aaron Rodgers. We have right? so avoided the Aaron Rodgers topic. Well, I think we're for, just we're waiting for it to happen, for right. the hammer to drop, and it's happened. 
So let's break it down. That's been some of the most proud moments I've had that we don't just beat that. Not not only this this year, but even last year, the Willie, the Wony, just decide and then we'll talk about it, right? Yeah. So they have he has decided and he came out of what was that called? The cleansing or the 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 night or the self-imposed he went into darkness for like two weeks or a week or something yeah it's basically self-imposed um what's it called when you get in trouble in jail go to the hole yeah the hole uh there's a word for that solitary solitary, solitary confinement solitary confinement he basically had self-imposed solitary confinement two weeks in the hole yeah Andy, there a song about that i don't know but i'll tell you what happened when andy got out of the hole he got out of the clink he just went ahead and escaped he saw the writing on the wall once uh, Tommy was killed. Yeah, It was time to get out of that joint right. and take all the warden's money. And by golly, he did it. Went down to Mexico and worked on boats and waited on Red to show up. Spoiler alert, if you haven't seen Shawshank, that's what happens. <laughs> if you haven't seen Shawshank, you were in a hole. Yeah, I saw the digging on the wall. That's exactly right. <laughs> all right, so Rodgers is traded to the Jets. They basically switch switch first-rounders this year, which I think is a win for the Jets to be able to keep that first-rounder, even though they'll draft a couple of spots, just two spots further down. And then the big win, I think, for Green Bay is the conditional second-round pick next year can become a first if Rodgers plays 65% of the snaps this season, which, hmm. if he remains healthy, is a virtual lock. So that's uh, it. You know, it might be down toward the bottom of the first round because if you look at what the Jets bring back, they, they had a fantastic defense with some young guys. The offense started out nicely before, you know, the injury bug hit with uh, with Brees Hall, the running back. I think he was well on his way to being the offensive rookie of the year until he tore his ACL. Right. And Zach Wilson decided he wasn't an NFL quarterback anymore. Uh, the defense held him into those games. But ultimately, the Jets weren't good enough to make the playoffs with a with a, just a horrific offense. And so conventional wisdom right off the bat would make you think, okay, this is a big enough upgrade at quarterback, even if Rodgers isn't the two the back-to-back MVP that he was the, the two of the previous three years. This is still way better than Wilson. And so now where do the Jets sit in the pecking order of contenders in the AFC? Well, it makes them better. That's clear. I, it makes them better at that position. But I, I will always be a little apprehensive of Rodgers' age and his, you know, now is he motivated? Because it felt like towards the last couple seasons there in Green Bay, his motivation was lacking. And he made that pretty clear in the, the infamous podcast where he was like, get it done. Let's just get this done so I can move on. So um, let's see if he's re-motivated. But – I also kind of keep falling back to, well, there was a former Packers quarterback that wound up in New York, and it didn't go so well. I mean, is this where quarterbacks who were once good go to die? Pardon that. That's a harsh expression. Go to wither away, go go to end their career. I I always keep an eye on the age thing. But the supporting cast around him, Brees Hall mainly, is, is really nice for him. And Rodgers, despite his off-field antics or whatever we call him, he still produces. He's still been a guy that's come out and produced. Last year was was a down year for him, but he had flashes of good stuff. But, you know, I always remember him beating Dallas, a really good Dallas team, and 
So we'll see. We'll see what else the Jets do. You think what else can the Jets do? What can what will they do on Thursday night? Does this alter their plans? Now that they got Rodgers, does that alter what they do with uh, their first round pick? I do know this. He'll finally play with a first round receiver because the Jets took Garrett Wilson last year out of Ohio State That's in the right. first round. So That's he'll right. finally have a first round receiver. That's something at his I always disposal. forget about. I always forget that he never really had never a. Did. Nah. Uh, the weapons the Jets have, uh, I, miss, I mentioned Brees Hall. Michael Carter was really good the year before as a rookie. And then he had to step back in. Brees Hall kind of took that job from him in a lot of ways until Brees got hurt. But Carter's a, a, a capable one-two punch there for sure. Then you think about, okay, the, so the Jets have Corey Davis as a wide out, which he had some flashes at Tennessee of being a really good player. They picked up Miko Hard, Hardman from uh, Kansas City this offseason. Also got Alan Lazard, which was one of Rodgers' kind of favorite guys there at the Packers a year ago. Denzel Mims has been an anomaly out of Baylor, he looked like he was going to be a really good receiver in the mm -hmm. NFL, just hasn't been. And then I mentioned uh, Garrett Wilson as a rookie was fantastic. Receive, or the uh, tight ends, C.J. Uzama uh, made his name in, in Cincinnati and then went to the Jets last year. He's a, definitely a capable uh, tight end there. So offensively, you know, the, they bolstered the line a year ago uh, with, with some draft picks in the last couple of drafts. Uh, Makai Becton and uh, Vera Tucker from from USC to go along with a couple of veterans, Dwayne Brown being one of those guys that tackled. So, you know, it, it feels like with the with what you think the upgrade is going to be coming from Rodgers over Zach Wilson, and with the way that that defense performed a year ago, by far and away the best in the league in multiple categories throughout most of the year, like after week three, they were by far and away the best, especially pass defense. Sauce Gardner as a rookie was a huge part of that. So you'd think this should be easy. It, it, I mean, Rodgers gives them three or four more wins just by not being awful the way Zach Wilson was. But that's also saying that that defense is going to be at that level. So I, I think it's an interesting question about what do they do at 15 now, their pick, their pick now. Um, and instead of thirteen, there's probably going to there's there's lots of options either way, defensively or offensively, that they're going to have to uh, to bolster that team. Forgot about Zach Wilson. What happens to him? Does anybody care? Well, his mom's friend does. Well, hello. I'm sure he'll be I mean, the backup. Well, yeah, glorified backup. He'll, he'll I, mean, I mean, the other guys on the roster are Tim Boyle. Ever heard of him? No. Yeah, me neither. And what about Chris Streveler? Oh, Chris Streveler. No. You remember him in South Dakota? So oh, he'll, oh I, I, was, I was mixing yeah, up. Yeah, so he'll be the, the backup. Quarterback I know from. And you know, maybe this, in a weird way, maybe this is exactly what Zach Wilson needs. A couple of years of learning under Aaron Rodgers, and then he becomes salvageable when it's his time to play. Yeah, he should for be the a, Jets. He should be pretty excited about this, about uh, about being about. Oh, okay, I got this legend coming in. I can learn from him. I got a lot of years ahead of me still. Right. Yeah, Boyle was a Rodgers backup. That's right. So I mean, a lot. Of, I mean, when you look, there's some Green Bay flair to this for sure, uh, with what's going on, but. On, on the surface, it seems like there's no way this can't help the Jets. What about the other way? 
can this be beneficial for the Packers as well? So now it would be the the uh, Trey was it Trey Lance? No, Jordan no, Love. Jo- Jordan Love, thank you, Jordan Love show. And that's all they. I mean, they they're taking the same pattern of when they were drafted Rodgers when they still had Favre. Like this is going to be the heir apparent. Well, now it's his time. Now we're about to find out if um, they can still draft well at quarterback. They've had a long history of doing good doing that. So we'll see. The 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 quick reaction I got from from the big time media was that it felt like it was a win win for both parties. Is that what you got? I don't disagree. I I don't disagree at all, especially with that pick next year. Being able to get two first rounders, and essentially, I mean you 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 trade a little bit, and then also you get you know you move up a couple spots this year, but then you get the ability if Rodgers just stays somewhat healthy and plays sixty five percent of those snaps, then you get that first round pick mm-hmm. and the there's no guarantee that that this is going to work in new york to the level that you know if you if you look glass half full at the jets then man you're talking about a team that could be one of the better ones in the afc if that defense continues to play at the level it did last year rogers being an upgrade gets more back to the 2020 2021 form of back-to-back mvps versus kind of league average quarterback last year you get somewhere in between and the, that that level of disparity between what you're getting from Rodgers versus what you got from Zach Wilson last year yeah the Jets will be good which is hard to say yeah it's not even something that really comes out of your mouth very well but yeah the Jets uh it looks like I think you're right it looks like just on the surface both teams probably got with and, and here's the truth they both had to do it. Yeah. Because Rodgers, coming out of the darkness, said he wanted to go to the Jets. Well, Green Bay didn't really want him anymore either. So I think the the, the compensation was what took this so long, and I, I really think it was that what are the conditions of next year's pick. And to me, that's a clear win for Green Bay because it doesn't tie anything to the Jets having to be good. He just has to be out there, right? Mm-hmm. Instead of, oh, you got to win a playoff game for it to go up around. No, you just got to play 665%. So it doesn't even matter if it works on Green Bay side. Hell, they hope it doesn't. Yeah. They hope it doesn't work, but he plays a lot. You know, because if, if you just get the way the schedule is, if he'll just play 11 games, that's it. 11 of 17. And they get that first rounder. So that's, that. I think that's as good as the Jets could have possibly, or the, I'm sorry, the Packers could have possibly hoped for in a trade for Aaron Rodgers. Who else do you think could be on the mood quarterback-wise going into Thursday? I think San Francisco, it might be the Purdy show. So I think there could be movement there for, um, well, either one of them. What did Jimmy G didn't get traded either. No, Jimmy G signed with the Raiders. The Raiders, so... I mean, it's down to Trey Lance and, and Brock Purdy. Yeah. I mean, there might uh, – that's a that's a wild prediction. But Purdy, what, I mean, though, I think he'll be the starter until he's not. So it makes – like, till he – like, okay, he's Mr. Irrelevant now. Let's, let's bring in uh, Lance. Yeah, Purdy coming back from the elbow that he that's, hurt that's in true. the – so that both of them really kind of coming back from injuries because Lance obviously got hurt early. 
mm-hmm. and then Purdy hurt late. I would imagine they keep both as insurance for each other. Make sense? Mm-hmm. Totally. Especially right off the bat. So I, I don't you, you see you see some smoke of Houston maybe trying to trade for Trey Lance. As opposed to take one of the you know, whoever doesn't get taken one tomorrow or on Thursday night. I don't I don't know if I believe that. The one that I think could happen though is still what about Lamar? Does he get moved Thursday night? Another guy I keep forgetting about. Because it's another guy I'm glad we just don't talk about all the time until something happens. I don't know. I mean, what would he – is that something that, say, Houston at two, Indy at four? Is Lamar worth giving up that spot? See, that – I still think there might be some pause by a lot of people thinking we don't want to take on this guy and get in, a, in another situation that Baltimore is in right now. Or do you think, Because man, I haven't seen any smoke on. I mean, there's – Or do you think, man, little. he's way better than anybody we could draft here? I mean, he's a former MVP. If, if you're Baltimore? No, if you're the Colts. Oh, if you're the Colts. If you're the Colts at four and you think Will Levis, Anthony Richardson – or Lamar. Lamar Jackson. Yeah, does it does it make you think, you know what? Let's pay Lamar and be done with it. It's a good point here on the tech. They'd have to retool their entire offense. Unless it was, say, you know, a, a he does a lot of things like what they do in, in San Francisco, which they're not going to because we just talked about them. You know, with Indy, Jonathan Taylor, you know, maybe it does make a little bit of sense to try to do something like that. But they also you know, you've got to kind of hire guys to fit that, right? Atlanta sort of does that. Watch out, Atlanta. I know they've said they won't, and they drafted Desmond Ritter last year, but with that eighth pick, don't be so sure. Don't be so sure. We'll have some more draft talk coming up, obviously, tomorrow, the next day, as well on Thursday with the draft coming up. Thursday at Kansas City. Still waiting on our credentials to get here so we can go. Now we got a baseball what? game, so... Probably oh, not. Yeah, yeah. I'd rather go to the baseball game. Boy, not me. Not this one, anyway. <laughs> we'll be back. Paul Jones Drug is Elk City's most experienced compounding pharmacy, meaning they can custom make your prescription medications to your doctor's specifications, safely and effectively providing you with exactly what you need. And for your convenience, Paul Jones Drug has a drive through pickup window as well as curbside service for testing and vaccinations and offers free local delivery. Just a couple reasons you should choose Paul Jones Drug, 809 North Main Street in Elk City. I'm Rodney Skinner with Paul Jones Drug, and I promise we provide care you can trust. The Skinny on Sports. Welcome back. Skinny on Sports on the Paul Jones Drug Tuesday, 98.1 FM, the sports animal. Paul Jones Drug, care you can trust, 809 North Main here in Elk City. Convenience packaging. We talk about it each and every Tuesday. What that is, is instead of you had to load your pill caddy, make sure you have the right dose of the right pill on the right day. No, 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 no. Rodney does that for you. He'll just individually package your daily medication. That way you can just open it up, take it, and move on down life's path. Durable medical equipment he's got as well. Walkers, canes, crutches, wraps, braces, etc. Most insurances are accepted. And don't forget, they've got a bunch of awesome gifts and greeting cards. It is graduation season for the seniors that you know in your life. It would be a perfect spot to pick them up something 
down there at Paul Jones Drug, 809 North Main, Paul Jones Drug, is care you can trust. All right, Jared, what do you trust? Now, let's, uh, let's, let's go more in-depth on the OU spring game tomorrow. I want to ask you a question, and we had an answer on the text line, which I believe is the correct one. What college football program intrigues you the most over the next, not only this year, but maybe the next couple of years? I know where you're going with it. It's Colorado. No doubt, right? Right. To see what what this experiment with Prime, what it brings. Did you see the numbers? You know, there's been a mass exodus through the portal mm-hmm. from Colorado. Now, listen, I'm not so sure that that isn't by design. I, I'm i with you on that one. So, I, I saw yesterday on April 10th, two short weeks ago, there were still 51 scholarship players left over from the prior regime. After the purge yesterday, 23. Now, listen, I, I understand wanting – I mean, he could fill, literally get 60 guys – between now and the start of the year and still be under <laughs> the scholarship limits. Now, that's asking probably way too much. And I think maybe at least this year he's going to wish he wouldn't have ran off some of these guys because it's going to be hard. I mean, at, at those numbers, it's going to be hard to finish the season. It's going to be hard to have practices with those low numbers, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm not. Uh, that's why I'm so intrigued about it because he is literally just rooting everything prior out and bringing in what he wants it to be. Yeah. Yeah. So there's going to be growing pains. I think there's he's going to take a lot of um, a lot of flack in this first season because there will be L's. But I think him. I think everybody around him, the administration, the Everybody at Colorado, you know, he was probably brought in for an interview process and said, okay, how does this work? And he's telling them, I'm going to run off guy or not run off. That's such a harsh word, too. I'm going to tell guys it's time to move on. You don't fit in what we're doing here. Go find another home while you still got some eligibility left. And he's going to find guys that he wants and, you know, and attract guys via NIL and the fact that is, he is Neon Dion primetime Sanders. So, but I think there will be like you're, you know, with this mass exodus. I don't think it was by okay, guys, we're leaving. We don't. It was. I think they were told, might be time to move on. I, I don't disagree. Um, it's just it's, he made that clear like day one when he walked introductory introductory meeting the team. He said this. Yeah. So it's been no secret. But I think there will be loss. Losses are coming, and and still Colorado, and they still but. I'm interested to see, and this is where the interesting part is, watching him develop this program over the next two to three seasons and then just to him to leave to take the Florida State job or something. Because this does feel, let's, let's face it, this does feel like a stepping stone job for him. He got his feet wet at Jacksonville State. He's going to try this development process of his at a bigger school and there's always always going to be murmurs about if if Florida State struggles 
You know, they don't want to go to the Cheez It Bowl every year. They're happy to get to the Cheez It Bowl this year because that was a stepping stone for them. But what if they go back the next couple years? Like, well, let's just go get prime time. He's getting those guys to come to Colorado. We can get them to come to Tallahassee. So my, my what I'm intrigued about is watching him develop Colorado into something of a contender in the Pac-12 or wherever they're at by that time, and then him leaving them. Yeah, I think it's going to be interesting uh, how much loyalty he has. But listen, with what he's doing, does the shine wear off before any of that becomes possible? Or, or does he have the trust on the recruiting trail of these big-time kids that will buy his vision, will buy his his plan? Like, that, listen, know, I is, get yeah. it. We're you know, let's say it goes horribly wrong, and they only win three or four games. Does that allure to to him remain as strong as what it seems like? And they're and they're going to use that against him when when they're recruiting the same, you know, other coaches are going to go, listen, man, you don't go to Colorado. He's going to leave. But that's the glory of the transfer portal. They can go, well, fine, I'll go play for him until he leaves. Then I'll leave, go somewhere else. I'll follow him. That's, you know, you he got some so, of those Jackson State guys to do that, Travis Hunter and his son being the marquee guys, but some others as well. What was the saying when Riley left? You want to recruit a guy to the school, not to the coach? It's hard to do that right now. It is very hard to do that. It's hard to believe that that's possible right now yeah. with with the with the freedom of movement and the way that the sport is changing rapidly by the day it feels like. Mm-hmm. But it is just so intriguing to see what happens at Colorado. What happens with Coach Prime? Because I think we both wanted to see him actually coach, right? Like what 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 are, what are, what are his coaching chops? We both think he can recruit. And we'll have the ability to recruit. But what are his coaching chops going to be that might allow him then to be able to go maybe back home to Florida State or somewhere else? Can he coach well enough yeah. that somebody will take the chance on him? It's going to be longer than we had hoped to see that, I think, because with the mass exodus that he's had and maybe even forced, it's just going to be a while till he gets a fair shot, in my mind, to be judged on his coaching acumen. Yeah, he's going to take two or three years just to build that thing back up numbers-wise from what they've lost to be able to give him a fair shake. So uh, it's 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 fascinating to me to see what Coach Prime can do and how fast he can you know return Colorado to some semblance of respectability. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, it's going to be fun, and it's going to be loud, and it's going to be in your face everything that he's been and is loved for being. Get ready. If you don't like to watch the Jets or Colorado, sorry about your luck. It's coming your way. Everybody have a great Paul Jones Drug Tuesday. We'll be back tomorrow on Skinny on Sports. You've been listening to the Skinny on Sports podcast with Aaron Cow. Be sure to hit that subscribe button to get alerts of when the latest podcast is available. Thanks for listening. That ball is blistered to right. Way.
Paul Jones Drug offers a free service that makes taking your daily medications safe and easy. It's called convenience packaging, meaning they can combine all your daily medications and put them in sealed separate daily packages. This process replaces you from having to fill your daily medication dispenser. And as always, Paul Jones Drug prepares individual blister packaging for long-term care patients. With their drive through window, curbside service, and free local delivery, it's just more reasons you should choose Paul Jones Drug, 809 North Main Street, Milk City. I'm Rodney Skinner with Paul Jones Drug, and I promise we provide care you can trust.